Listener Production. While the ASX 200 barely budged on Tuesday, there were still some fast-moving stocks in both directions. And tech stocks were in focus today. Find out what happened. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday, the 22nd of August. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon, Laura. Good afternoon, Stevie. An uninspired session. <laughs> I believe we were talking about this just a few minutes ago. A few seconds. A few even. seconds even. A tenth of a percent lift. Almost. For the Aussie share market, very close to it. <laughs> but yesterday... 0.09. 0.09. Yesterday, our market actually fell by roughly half a percent. Yes. It follows the worst week in 11 months. You know, we're largely at the near the five-week low. So markets have not had a very good run recently. Yeah, exactly right. But in good news, we did close near our best levels of the day. So we're up just six points, less than a tenth of 1% or a tenth of 1% if you ask Mm -hmm. Stevie. (laughs) And yeah, of course, that's coming from steeper declines earlier in the session. As you mentioned, still a much better performance than yesterday when we were down about half a percent. Yesterday, we hit our lowest levels in six weeks as well. Yeah. And early this morning, or around 11 a.m., about an hour or so into the session, our market was down by a little more than a third of a percent. So we Mm. at least did come back from those levels and a huge day as well for profit results, which we'll get to in a moment. One of the busiest days of the year. I know I've said this a few times now, but this last week or two, really a peak time of the year for annual results. So very important. And we have seen some pretty big movements actually both in positive sense with stocks moving mm-hmm. and others that have actually dropped back where you know investors have been surprised with their results. Well, in terms of individual sectors, first of all, today, we did have a bit of a positive lead from US markets overnight. So the SPY futures, which basically indicates where, where the market might open, was wrong because it was saying that the market was going to open higher due to that positive lead from, from US markets overnight. But we did end up opening lower this morning. But what we did take from US markets was the good performance from tech stocks. So the tech sector was absolutely soaring today. It was up a massive 5.2%, which is huge. Absolutely. Certainly some huge moves in tech. And actually a few of the companies that really stood out today at the top of the list as far as winners go were stocks that released profit results in that technology space. Yeah, absolutely right. That's really what boosted the tech sector. We also saw telecom doing well today, up roughly 2% as Telstra comes back from its recent poor performance after its disappointing results recently. On the other hand, about half of our sectors declined Consumer staples was the worst, though, held back by the major supermarkets. But BHP was in focus today, Stevie. It was the largest stock on our market. It accounts for close to 10% of the ASX 200. So it plays a pretty big part in what happens on the ASX 200 overall. But handed down its results, profits and dividends seem to disappoint the market a little. Revenues were down about 17% for the year. Profits overall down 58% to $12.9 billion. So I think the important thing to remember there is firstly, it's a big drop in profits, but in Aussie dollars, that's about $20 billion. So giving you some context there, CBA released its profit results a couple of weeks ago. It's twice what CBA made as far as its cash profits go over the course of the year. So a massive result still. The reason why its profits did drop, though, were really lower commodity prices, in particular those where it makes the most money from. So iron ore, coking coal, which is the type of coal that's used to make steel, and also copper down 12%. The dividend overall, 80 cents per share for the full year, so for both 
the half year and the and the full year final div, it's about roughly half what it paid out last year, but you know, still one of its biggest ever. Coal shares took a hit as well today after reporting full year earnings, even though they were generally in line with expectations. So they're obviously Australia's second largest grocer. They reported a 5.9% lift in sales revenue to $40.5 billion and a slight rise in profit to roughly $1 billion. It did cite higher costs of doing business, though, which weighed on its bottom line in the full year. In terms of the new financial year, Coles said supermarket volumes have remained modestly positive. And the good news is Coles said food price inflation fell from 7.4% in the six months up until December to 6% in the six months to June. So it's definitely showing improvement. Supermarket inflation in general hit 6.7% in the full year. That's It was just 1%. 0.7% at the same time last year. So we can see that's a massive jump from the same time last year, Stevie. It is. And the result today from Coles was one reason why Woolies did so poorly. It was down about 3% ahead of its results, which are due tomorrow. We also heard from Woodside, which is the, the biggest energy stock on the Aussie market, it was down about 1%, delivered a lift in profits. This is just a half year number. So for the last six months, made about one74 billion US dollars. And that was thanks in part to record production following its merger with BHP's oil business. The dividend, about 80 cents US per share, which is actually exactly what um, BHP declared as well. Kogan shares were another one that fell today and seem to be reporting all the stocks that, that fell. They were under quite a bit of pressure after its full year results, which is generally why we're seeing companies moving in, in during this reporting season. It managed to narrow its losses over the year to roughly $26 million, and this compares with a loss of $35.5 million at the same time last year. The company said it was impacted by soft top-line performance and lower margins in the first half of the year while they were trying to correct inventory levels. So it was actually able to reduce extra inventory that they accrued during COVID by 57%, which was a big win for Kogan. They also reached a major milestone. So for the first time ever, it made most of its money through its platform-based sales instead of Kogan.com inventory. So instead of making most of its money from actually selling products, it's now through platform-based sales, which includes Kogan Marketplace, which is similar to Facebook Marketplace, and Kogan First, which is sort of similar to Amazon Prime. So it's like a subscription-based model that gets you cheaper shipping and stuff. They also didn't declare a dividend. It hasn't paid a dividend since mid-2021, and we saw its shares falling quite heavily today. Yeah, so the market didn't seem completely excited about this result since it was down 11%, but it was actually a company that already kind of flagged improvements in its inventory. So I think that really didn't excite people too much. But Redbubble was another stock in focus uh, today. This is a, a print-on-demand site where it basically brings together people who are designers or are creating designs, and you can print them on things like cups and T-shirts and jackets and all sorts of things like that. So this was really going gangbusters during the pandemic, partly because people wanted to kind of explore side hustles, but also there was so much more shopping going on online as well, of course. But anyway, Redbubble today, 21% higher Revenues over the marketplace were down about 8%, and it did warn that market conditions are expected to remain quite challenging in the near term as well. New CEO stepped in a couple of months ago and admitted that they weren't um, doing a great job during you know, post-pandemic. They were making a lot of money from selling masks during COVID, but now obviously that's dried up. 
You don't see too many masks around the place anymore. Not too many. Altium, who develops software for designing circuit boards, its shares were the top performer today, up 26%, and it hit its highest level since January 2022 after revealing a strong outlook for the year ahead. Just some of the highlights from its results too. Revenue and net profit both up almost 20%, and its full-year dividend was up 15% to $0.54 per share. Two tech stocks that went in completely opposite directions, some of the best and worst. The One of the best was actually Megaport, which second rose best. second best, which rose 17%. Now, it's close to doubled since the start of this year on the Aussie share market. Posted a near $10 million loss for the past year, but that was actually better than what many analysts had expected and an improvement on what it lost last year. It was also quite optimistic and upbeat about 2024, which seemed to really help. And one of the worst performers today was Data3, another tech stock, down close to 20%. So had a lift in profits, but it actually fell shy of market expectations. So important just to to mention here that it's not necessarily the lift in profits or the drop in profits that are important as far as how the share market's reacting, but whether or not it is doing better or worse than what most analysts are expecting. And how they predict the future to be looking at as well. Mm Looking ahead to tonight and tomorrow, there's not really that much that's going to move markets. We have existing home sales for the month of July coming out of the US. Also, the Richmond Federal Reserve Index for the month of August. A few companies still reporting their earnings. We have Lowe's and Macy's over in the US, but tomorrow... Tomorrow, of course, we're going to have plenty of stocks out with their earnings. So this whole barrage of profit results will continue. Woolies will be in focus, WiseTech, Santos, Domino's, and many, many more. Any that you'll be watching closely, do you think? The ones that you mentioned. Really? Okay. There's SG Health as well, actually. <laughs> yes. And Luca. There's um, a few stocks trading ex-dividend. We have mm. nine stocks X tomorrow, AGL, yep. AMP, Downer, EDI, Magellan, to name a few. Exactly. And on the economic front, tomorrow is going to be all around manufacturing, basically. There'll be updates here in Australia in the morning, and then we'll have updates overseas in the UK, in the Eurozone, Japan, the US. So that's what it's going to be all about on Wednesday. Flash PMIs, as they like to call them. Exactly right. I didn't want to say flash PMI because it sounds, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense if, you, um, if you're if you not familiar with it. It's basically a survey of the manufacturing and services sectors, basically telling us how they're going, how, how the health of the economy is going, how's exactly. business inflation, how's service inflation. Yeah. And w- one of the things with flash, the reason why they say flash is because it's the, mo- the timeliest, basically is telling us how they're doing right now, right rather now. than how they did say a month earlier. So it can give you a very yep. a timely look into how the economies are doing globally. Yeah, this is ahead of the full monthly report, which will come out in a couple of weeks' time. Yep. Perfect. I think that's it. It is it. We've we've said enough. There was lots of companies reporting yep. today, lots of lots of stats and things to read through. Will be the same story tomorrow. So stay tuned. Yep, and tuning tomorrow. You can listen to our colleagues and friends. Speaking of Tom, he actually recorded a video for BHP's earnings today. So if you'd like to find out more on top of what Stevie's already told us, or if you just want to see his glorious beard, feel free to tune in. And glorious mullet as well. (laughs) It's very nice. Tune in to our Instagram (laughs) and also our Comsec page and YouTube. Bye.
This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.